when wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy, the judges are drunk, the verdicts are random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. He did tell me once if I ever surprised him with a dog that he would leave me. Fact checker. But that was also before I figured out how to do that thing. So. Okay. Hello and welcome back to another episode of True Crimes Against Wine. I am Topher. I am Rachel. And we are here to show you a good time. Yeah, Topher is our wine expert. And Rachel thinks she knows a lot about celebrities. I do. <laughs> she has a degree in celebrology. I Yeah, thank you for getting that right. You're the first one. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, money well spent. So I'm very excited about today's episode. We, before we open, I know you okay. want to get straight into it. We are revisiting an area, but we're okay. also kind of visiting a new area at the same time because it's a sub-region. Ooh, fun little journey. So we are going to Santa Rita Hills AVA. Where is that? That is a small sub-region within the larger region of Santa Inez Valley mm. AVA, mm-hmm. which is a smaller sub-region okay. within the larger region of Santa Barbara AVA. Which is in the region of? California. Yes. It's like a nesting doll. It is a nesting doll. Adorable. So we've actually been to Santa Inez earlier in our series Mm -hmm. when we tasted the Fergalicious Syrah that Fergie makes. Mm -hmm. And we really, really enjoyed that wine. So Mm -hmm. we already know that it's a great area, produces some really great things. One of the things that I'm excited about with this is that this smaller subregion, Santa Rita, it has a very specific microclimate that's cooler and oh. full of fog. It's actually 30 degrees cooler than the regions around it that are only 20 miles away. That's bizarre. It's, it's cool. Yeah, it's because of the way that the mountains run. And okay. rather than going parallel to the coastline, okay. they go perpendicular, which doesn't block the ocean winds coming in. Okay, so I was going to ask about getting like ocean winds in. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of maritime influence that's happening there. And because it has that cooler, foggier climate going on, it makes it really ideal to make Chardonnays and Pinot Mm. Noirs because it's mimicking the conditions of Burgundy in France. Lovely. And Burgundy is where we get some of the most beautiful and best quality Pinot Noirs and Chardonnays anywhere in the world. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking a Chardonnay today. (gasps) Yeah, I love a good Chardonnay. Okay. So... As we open it, I want to kind of pop quiz you because we've talked about we've talked about Chardonnay several times before. And I just I want you to see if you can tell me about the difference between the two styles. You can't. We talked about it really recently. Topher, you're overestimating my abilities to remember. What can you tell me about Chardonnay? They are buttery. Why are they buttery? Malolactic fermentation. See, that's right. Okay, so that's one of the styles is that buttery. Do I get a point? You do get a point. Okay, I'm going to drink You can start to pour. Okay. So there's three main styles. One of them is going to be found predominantly in... Yeah. Party time. Yeah. One of them is found predominantly in California, and that is going to be that malolactic fermentation... Okay. ...oak-aged wine that is very buttery, creamy, and oaky. Mm -hmm. Then you've got your Burgundian style, um, Mm. most notably Chablis, which is going to be aged without any malolactic fermentation and in either cement or stainless steel barrels. 
Okay. And so that just really puts the focus on the grape and the terroir because mm-hmm. you don't have all that extra influence. Right. So it's going to be a much cleaner, crisper, brighter sort of version of Chardonnay. Okay. But then there's also a third one that's Montrachet, and that's within, it's a subregion within Burgundy. Okay. They are famous for their Chardonnays. It's actually where you get the most expensive Chardonnays in the mm. world. They start off at around $150, but they go all the way up to $2,500. Jesus. And they typically are going to have minimal to zero malolactic fermentation okay. and very, very light oak aging. So mm. you do get a little bit of that kind of Just oaky spice of to it. it. Okay. Yeah. But the again, the flavor profile is going to be focused more on the terroir and the mm. grape itself. Okay. So I'm excited to see which one of those two styles this is going to be because obviously it is going to be made in a little bit more of a Burgundian style okay. because of where it's from. Okay. So let's get into smelling. Cheers. Yeah. You tell me first. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I know you're going to hit me, so I'm not going to say why I want to say. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. That's a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to smell again to see if okay. I get something else. I'm getting some pear. Yes. Okay. Very good. Okay. To me, because Ooh. of the oak is very prominent on the nose to me, mm-hmm. and it's but it's like a baking spices kind of oak. I can see that, yeah. And so it reminds me of like, you know, at the holidays when you've got like, some fresh pear and you put like a little bit of cinnamon on yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Mm-hmm. It kind of smells like that to me. A little mm-hmm. bit of apple too, like very okay. ripe and lush apple. Like a green apple? Greener just... yellow okay. to me. Yeah. Lots of green and yellow fruit in this is what I'm saying. Okay. Now I do want to ask you about the color because okay. the color almost has a greenish tint to it. It does. But there's also, you can see a lot of golden It's very well. gold. Yeah. It's like a green gold. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. color actually. So typically Chardonnays are going to have a really kind of rich golden color to it. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking is that this probably hasn't gone through extensive oak aging because it does okay. still have that greenness. And this bottle is from 2018. Yes. Okay. I would say this is probably aged for about, just from the smell, 12 to 18 months. Okay, tops. so fairly shorter yeah. aging cycle. And also you have to think about, too, the type of oak that you're aging things mm-hmm. in is going to influence things as well. Newer oak is going to have a much richer, more bam kind of okay. versus aged oak. It's mellowed. Now, let me ask you this, because I could be totally misremembering, because, again, we actually drink on this podcast. Yes. Have you talked in the past about Hungarian oak? Is that a thing? I mentioned it a little bit. Yeah, I love Hungarian oak. Is that part of Chardonnay's process, or is that a different kind of wine? They can use it in Chardonnay, absolutely. Yes. You Basically, it's up to the winemaker himself or themselves, not to be sexist here. (laughs) Point against Topher. (laughs) Uh, I was just thinking, because there's an actual... It's a male um, winemaker that makes this wine. Uh-huh, keep digging. Anyway, <laughs> so that's up to the individual winemaker, whether they want to use um, American, French, or Hungarian oak. And each you, one of them have kind of subtle differences. Right, so you talked about that has impacted flavors mm-hmm. before. Okay. Absolutely. Well, you want to taste? Yes, I do. Let's see if okay. it matches. Oh, my God. That's mm. delightful. Oh, wow. Very. I'm getting the apple in the taste. Yes. Very that was crisp. A, mm-hmm. But it was kind of a journey because I thought it was very crisp. And then it gets to the middle of my palate and all of a sudden it had like not creamy, like rich buttercream, but like just a, oh wow, that washed over my tongue really nicely. When you, when you swallow this wine, it doesn't have that acidic Mm -hmm. quality to it. I think that's where the butteriness is coming in. Yeah. It's very round, I think is kind of the term for it. Round Mm -hmm. on the mouthfeel. 
there's a little bit of a kind of a tropical like pineapple. Yeah, I can yeah, I can see that for this one. I'm definitely getting the pear still. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is a really nice mix of having that tart taste, but it's smooth. Yes. I could absolutely picture myself on a yacht. warm summer day <laughs> on a yacht, or I was gonna say just like on like a patio overlooking the Santa Barbara coast, mm. having those, like it's a warm day, but you've got those cool winds cool coming in. ocean breeze. And drinking this wine. Oh, oh yeah. Heaven, charcuterie somebody, board. Uh, somebody buys a house on the California coast. Right. Thanks. And also send us a case of this wine. Jeff Bezos, I need you to like, I know that you're a fan and that you listen. Oh yeah, Jeff loves us. He loves us. So can you please <laughs> send us a case of, oh, send us a case of your favorite, um, most expensive Montrachet as yes. well. And also this wine and also a house of patio. And it doesn't have to be a big one. Just like we need two. What, 10,000 square feet enough? I would think so. We can yeah. make do with that. Do we each need our own pool or are you fine with sharing a pool? <sighs> okay, we can share a pool, but I get my own jacuzzi. That's fair. Okay. Maybe there's like a little like dividing like garden <laughs> wall. In the middle of it? Yeah. So you can like swim under the pool, you know, but then we each, on okay. each end of it, we have our own jacuzzis. Can we talk to each other through the wall or we, do we pretend like the other one's not there? Um, It depends on our mood, honestly. Okay. Just so you know, Fact Checker and I will be having sex in the pool and the jacuzzi. Well, I'm there too. Well, you'll be on the other side of the wall. <laughs> okay. We need separate. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're still going to be really loud. That's fair. I'd expect nothing less. So shall we talk mm-hmm. about, well, first, do you like it? Is this, I really do. It? I really do like it. I love this. And you um, know, I'm not typically a fan of Chardonnay. We've I talked know. about this in the past. I think this is a fantastic Chardonnay so far. I think this has like some nice complexity to it, which it's, I wasn't expecting yeah. necessarily, but And this nice. is a higher end Chardonnay too. So it how is, much does this run? This is $50 a bottle. Okay. Um, it does, like I said, come out of California. And I will yeah. say I had to go through a lot of trouble to get it. It was, it was difficult to order. <laughs> it's a smaller vineyard. It's yeah. not like a, you know, mass producer. And so a lot of times it can be difficult for people them to cover the cost of distributing to like all of the states. Yes. And so I had to get creative and like go through one of Fact Checker's cousins who lives out in California. So we shipped it to his house and then he shipped it to us. Yeah. So it took a while. I would say it's so far, it's very well worth the wait. We'll see how it opens up and starts to reveal yeah, itself. So you all need to send us the bottle if you live in California is what we're saying. Please. All right. So what's their wine called? So I'm not sure about the pronunciation here. I think it's either Goji or Gogi. I'm not sure. I would say Goji. Goji. That's what I was my instinct. Okay. But it's specifically called Goldie Chardonnay. It is because this is in honor of Goldie Hawn. Yes. So this is in a sense kind of a a couple's wine too because the actual vineyard owner and winemaker or one of the winemakers because yeah. he is actually very involved is Kurt Russell yes who yes. is married or at least partnered, partnered to with Goldie Hawn yeah. yeah they've been so together for a while they have been so it has on the back like the description of the wine like enjoy this this is fun it says Peter and Rebecca work on their um, work and their trusty apprentice Kurt Russell who participates in this wine. So I think that's really sweet. He named it after Goldie. Yeah. So he actually, they produce several wines. Mm -hmm. There's only one Chardonnay. Oh, And that's Goldie's. I I think my assumption is, and you might know more about this than me, but my Mm -hmm. assumption is that there's only one Chardonnay because maybe Goldie really loves Chardonnay and this is kind of a love letter to her. Okay, interesting, yeah. That's just the impression that I got. Okay. Lots of Pinot Noirs and Mm. there's also a Viognier. 
What's um, a Viognier? I've never heard of that. That's a, a white varietal as well. Okay. It has a little bit more of kind of a silky, oily texture to it, mm. which sounds weird, but it's actually really pleasant. I imagine that's very smooth. It is very, very smooth. Yeah. And I think there's a Pinot Grigio too, but okay. it's like specifically made for his mom. And like basically Aww. they don't sell it. She gets it all. Was the impression I got from the website. That's so sweet. So listen, yeah. I went through and was looking at all of the different wines that yes. they make. Mm-hmm. And each one's a little bit different. Even the ones that are Pinot Noirs, they make them slightly differently. Yeah. And he names each type and bottle after a different member of his family. But he names them. So it's, it's with like their family personal nicknames. And Aww. he has like a little quote with it that's like Aww. a dedication. I, I'm going to learn about their family dynamic from you, I'm sure. Okay. I don't really know anything about it. Okay. But just from reading the little dedications with like the, the family inside jokes and nicknames, it felt like there was such a ease and comfortability mm-hmm. and like closeness. It yeah. felt like a very down to earth, sweet, loving family. Yes. So yeah, I'm excited to learn right. more about All right. That. So let's jump in. So I will just preface this with my research is pretty much Goldie Hawn focused. That's fine. But obviously, we'll, we'll talk about Kurt Russell as yeah. well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know you know Goldie Hawn, obviously. I am a huge fan of Goldie yes. Hawn's work. I don't know a whole lot about her personal life, except that I think she might be Buddhist. Yeah, you're right. Good job. Take a drink. Thank you. Yeah. Congrats. Oh, you get a drink from earlier, too. You get a celebratory sip. Oh, I've been taking them. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to tell me. Oh, we might have to open that second bottle because, man, this is good. Yeah, like so tip, tip for you guys. If there's a hard-to-find wine, go ahead and get yourselves a couple bottles because yes. it's the same work for 100%. one or two, you know. Also, this particular winery on their website, along with a lot of other of these smaller wineries, mm-hmm. offer incentives for flat shipping rates if you get, like, a certain Hell amount of bottles. yeah. So I got two bottles this time because it was going to end up being, like, 40 bucks to ship it. <gasps> Versus a $10 flat rate if I got two bottles. And I'm like, well, it's a $50 bottle of wine. I may as well get it. Yeah, Yeah. it's still a I'm only paying like $20 extra now. Right, that's how finance works. We are money people. We are. So for more money management tips, keep listening. (laughs) Listen to our sister podcast. I'm broke. Oh, no. (laughs) I was going to say audit ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Audit ghost. Perfect. Uh, You have to listen to our sidebar about that to get the reference. Yeah. So go back and listen to everything we've ever done, basically, is what we're saying. Oh, definitely go back and listen to the Fergalicious one, since you get a little taste of this region. region. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, that's a good um, point, Trevor. Thank you. I'm, like, talking with my mouth full of I wine. <laughs> that's Trevor's new thing. It's, it's fun. It is it's fun. fun for me. It is. I just let the wine sit there in the bottom of my mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, so uh, we're silly today. We are. So Goldie Hawn was born... In Washington, D.C. Oh. November 21st. You don't hear about a lot of people being born in Washington, D.C. Not really, yeah. So it's kind of cool that that's where she it's was born. It's kind of an immigrant city. Mm-hmm. She grew up mostly on, like, the Maryland side of things. Okay. So um, her mom was a jewelry store owner slash Cute. dance instructor. What? And her dad was a musician. So I love that she came from, like, this creative family. Honestly, I can see that so much because mm-hmm. I don't, again, know a lot about her yeah. Um, personally, but there's just something about her that has always given off. I know she plays a lot of rich bitches, which yes. is my favorite thing. I know to you. Watch her I do. know you love a rich bitch. Um, I love a, a cruel rich bitch. Yeah. But she still like gives off this vibe of being just like a really warm-hearted, down-to-earth person. She does. Yeah. I feel like she can get down with like some gardening, some horseback riding, and then like cooking in the kitchen with yeah. her family, and that's like her ideal day. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. She was the youngest of three. 
She has a brother, Edward, who passed away before her sister and she were born. Oh. So she never knew her brother. Wow, okay. And then she has an older sister, Patty. She got into ballet and tap as a toddler. She was three years old when her parents put her in classes. She kind of has that ballet body. She does. You know? Well, she's been, like, dancing her whole life. Because she has that very, like, thin, light body. Yeah. I'm trying to think now if I've ever seen her in a role where she was dancing. And I don't know that I have. Probably Am I overlooking something? I'm just thinking about her major Her older work. Okay. Like stuff from like the 60s and 70s when she was kind of doing more like. And I'm honestly not familiar with that era at all. Right. I kind of started with like the late, mid to late 80s with her going Mm -hmm. into, I think, mid 80s to the 90s was really just. Her heyday. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know the show Laughing? I, I have heard of it. I've never okay. seen it. It's, it's like a comedy sketch show. It's a comedy sketch, kind of variety comedy show. Okay. And that was her first big role from 1968 to 1973. She was kind of known for being kind of like this hippie girl. She's always like in a bikini or like kind of crop top kind of thing and like painted with flowers. Okay. But she was known for always kind of like giggling and like breaking like mid joke, but then kind of going back really quickly and like delivering the rest of her lines. That sounds fun. We should yeah. try and see if we can we find some watch. of those old We should. Episodes. I'm sure we can. So that's like really what launched her like into the national visibility. I don't know okay. what word I'm going for. That makes sense because I know that there's, you know, like SNL has been a major platform yeah. for people. Laughing, I think, was kind of like the precursor to mm-hmm. SNL in that way where they're doing like sketch comedy. They had performances from That was such a popular and, thing yeah. for back then. Like you've got to think like during that same era you had... Um, the Mary Tyler Moore, mm-hmm. or not Mary Tyler Moore show, the Carol Burnett show. Yeah, Carol Burnett, yeah. Which is a, oh, love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, sketch comedy, I think, like, really took off. It, like, became very popular in the 70s. I love those shows. Yeah, They're so too. much fun. I still like SNL. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. I know it has its ups and outs. I still like it. So she kind of became, like, the it girl of, like, the late 60s, early 70s, kind of, like, hippie vibe. Okay, that's just so interesting to mm-hmm. me. I don't see her. I mean, I do, in a, in a sense, but not Have like you blonde. seen pictures of her when she was young? I feel like I've seen a, an old black and white picture where she's got like some kind of like fringe thing yeah. on, like leather fringe, yeah. you know? And maybe even like the hippie headband over her blonde yeah. hair. She like, But I wasn't sure if it was a, like a costume or like Probably, probably. I mean, she was like the really kind of perfect mix of like hippie and kind of like go-go dancer, kind of combined kind of gotcha. vibe. Where it's like kind of very sexy but it's also like very cutesy but very positive and like sweet okay you know what i mean kind of like a um was it suzanne summers from three's company kind of vibe suzanne summers i think was maybe a little bit more into the 70s okay when she became like really popular gotcha. yeah but yeah kind of similar vibes like in the course like Goldie Hawn, you know like her big eyes and smile and giggly like blonde hair she like, really is such everything. a ray of Sunshine. Yeah. Fact, her name's Goldie. Is that her actual name? We're going to talk about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so in the middle of her being on Laughing, she actually was in this movie called Cactus Flower. Okay. With Walter Matthau. And she got an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress and won. Wow. In 1969. Was this a drama or? It was a comedy. So she plays, like the plot is very convoluted. A lot of comedies from that era were yeah. like that. Yeah. And this was an American remake of a French film. Okay. So there is comedy, but it's also kind of like some dark humor mixed into you because right. she plays this woman who tries to commit suicide after this guy stands her up for a date because she thinks he's really married and she's distraught, but he's not. So it becomes this whole like 
convoluted thing of he has to get like a woman to play his wife and like separate so it's okay for him to get married to Goldie. It's like this whole weird plot. This is like a very convoluted, tragic, yeah. straight version of the birdcage. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I'm into that. I Which mean, I guess I would try it. a remake of a French film. It is, so. yeah. La Cage Folie. Yeah, yeah, so she got her first Oscar, oh no, Oscar nomination. Here it comes. <laughs> Damn it, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, your wine's getting me drunk. So far, it's not burpee wine, though. We'll see if that changes. Surprisingly not. Usually, it only turns into a burpee wine as it starts to open up later on in mm. the episode. It's definitely the wine's fault. Yeah, definitely. Not us. <laughs> We've we established this. We don't need to go to the GI doctor. No, God, no. no. Yeah, so she started doing some more film and TV roles. She did some variety specials in the late 70s, including one with Liza Minnelli. <gasps> it was called Goldie and Liza Together. And Shut they up. They got some Emmy nominations for it. Wow. Yeah, isn't that cool? I would love to see that. I will say Goldie Hawn, I think, when I think of her, is somebody who's been in so many different things but sometimes it's hard to pinpoint, like, oh, what do you know them from? Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, it's just a famous actor, and they're in yeah. everything. And she's worked with so many different people. Yeah. From, like, different eras, too, which is so cool. It is really cool. I mean, she yeah. must be so much fun to sit down and talk to about, like, just hearing anecdotes yeah, from throughout her career. Yeah, like, she's worked with. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. we've got, we're talking huge names. I, I mean, know. sure we'll get into some of those movies and stuff, too. Yeah, we'll we will. About. So, have you heard of the movie Private Benjamin or I've, seen it? I've heard of it, and I know what okay. the cover looks like, where it's, like, black and white, and she's kind of like this, and she's got the helmet on. This is mm-hmm. not a visual medium. It is not. <laughs> I was waiting for you to remember that. She's got, like, her chin in her hands, and she's wearing the GI kind of she um, looks helmet. kind of put upon and a little disheveled. Yeah, she's like, ugh, kind of like, expression. Oh, oh, brother. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it, but, my again, my grandparents she, had the VHS. She basically plays like a stuck-up rich bitch kind of thing. He has to like go into the army. Okay. Like learns life lessons along the way. Is this like Korean War, Vietnam War? Mm. Good question. I haven't seen the movie since I was a kid, so my memories are very fuzzy. So it is a um it is a comedy though. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. It was from the 80s. It's with Nancy Myers, who you know and love Nancy Myers, who's written a lot of Things that we talked about with Diane Keaton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Nancy Myers okay. like, co-wrote the script. Now, that was the the one. They made a remake of Private Benjamin, right? Nope. Um Yeah, with Cadet Kelly, with Hilary Duff. <laughs> Shut up. Where she goes into the army as well, and she wears the pink camo. Oh, remember that, that? that blends in real well. Well, I mean, she was a boot camp. Well, if you're at Victoria's Secret, you will blend in if you're in all <laughs> That's pink. That's true. <laughs> so the question is, who played it better? Goldie Hawn. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't, I can't. I can't make a judgment. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Hillary. I know you listen and love us because listen. you honestly, you need to like stop the texting. It's a bit much. But well, Goldie Hawn did she is better. kind of clingy. Goldie, <laughs> I have not seen your performance. If you would like to invite us to your home in Santa Barbara, and we can have a screening. Yeah, we're up for that. You can even do like the what's it called on the DVDs? They used to have like the thing with the voiceovers, like the, the film actors. commentary. Yes, the yeah. commentary. Yeah, just so walk can, us through. Mm-hmm. We'll drink some wine with you. Yeah. Kurt can be there if he wants. That's yeah. fine. Kurt can bring us wine. Yeah. Yeah. He'll just serve us. Yeah. Some like wine and like nice hors d'oeuvres so as the night goes on. He is kind of sexy still. I was going to ask like if you are into Kurt Russell. I never really was mm-hmm. before. I think he's aged very well. He's mm-hmm. still like, he doesn't like fire up my loins, but I do think that he's a sexy man. Okay. So my question is if you're in person, 
with Kurt Russell. I think your loins would probably get fired up. I am a massive slut. So there's, (laughs) I mean, I'm also very turned on by wealth and prominence. So I'm sure, and charisma. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Cheers to that. So that's not to say, Goldie. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sipping. That's not to say, Goldie, that I'm going to try and seduce your husband. Oh, no, he will seduce. There's no trying involved in this. I, I can't help what my body does. <laughs> I'm so glad Fact Checker is not here for this because I just imagine the glares he'd be giving you right now. By the way, Fact Checker is absent again. However, <sighs> he does get a little bit of a pass today. Okay, because, because he is at home taking care of, of newborn. our newborn. We yes. have an addition to our family. Me too. What's his name? His name is Hermes Beelzebub. Mm-hmm. He is a little three-month-old bundle of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, we think he's a boxer mix. We're not really sure. Mm-hmm. We'll see. He's half demon, half angel. Mm-hmm. All trickster god. Mm-hmm. It's his name. And I fucking love him. Yeah. So fact checker had to go be with the baby today. Because we don't trust him to be in his crate alone for longer than five minutes. Because yep. he will poop and he will roll around in it. <laughs> and that's that's just who he is. Don't try to change him. Oh, we are trying to change him. <laughs> Believe me, we are trying to I'm change I'm not. Him. I go over there when they're asleep and I'm like, poop on yourself and roll in it. Actually, it's been noted <laughs> that Rachel has not come <laughs> over to bless the child once. I have not received my gilded invitation, so that's on that you. That didn't stop Maleficent, did it? <laughs> True. I will curse your puppy. But for real, you do need to come and see the I puppy. I do. I really do need to come see your little yeah. angel. He's, he's super so sweet. Cute. Okay. Anyway, I digress. Oh, having said that, also, if any of you have any spare Xanax that you can send for, for me or the puppy, because we both need it. We'll share. That's fine. He needs to chill the fuck out, is what I'm saying. Um, I do have dog calming treats. You want to take some home <gasps> and see what happens? Oh, I might. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's try it. That could be good. Yeah. Or for you. Or for, listen, at this point. They are chicken livered flavored, so if you're into that, go Pate. for it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Back um, to Goldie. You know what? I'm feeling feisty. Are we going to start it already? Yeah, we are. Oh, my God. All right, take a sip. Okay. Yeah, we should probably fill up. Yeah, we're going to um, do our cross-examination. Sip a little bit more. Okay. I'm ahead of you. So I'm winning. <laughs> I don't want to chug this one because it's so good. Like, it is really good. I want to savor it quickly, but I don't want to chug it. I know. It. I'm glad we have two bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, this wine is delicious. Are you getting anything else? Let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's go back okay. into it because it is also starting to warm up a little bit. It's it still is. chilled, but it is chilled, but yeah, it's opening up a little bit. And more. as we've discussed, that can help you. I think I'm getting more pear. I am too, and I was okay. about to say I'm getting more pear on the mm-hmm. nose too, but like, mm-hmm. it's definitely like the actual fruit, like flesh fruit of the pear on the palate, mm-hmm. but more of like pear skin on the nose to me. Okay. I could not make that distinction, but I'm glad you can. I'm so very skilled. For. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're behind in your payments. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you going to repo my car? Probably. Oh, good luck. I'm going to take all your plants. No, not my plants. <laughs> not my beautiful plants. Not my beautiful, beautiful plants. Mm. God, it's delightful. Honestly, this is one of the best ones we've had. Yeah, I, and again, I don't like Chardonnays. I really wish that... We didn't have to, for sound reasons, be in a studio right now because I would oh, love to record this outside in the beautiful spring weather. That would be so wonderful. I know. So it's a wonderful. gorgeous day out. Ugh. 
All right. So I guess you're here to punish me now. I am. So this is going to be true false. Okay. So 50-50 shot. But also so tricky because it could just be one minor part of this that's false. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got 10 for you. I'm about to get so drunk. Yes. <laughs> Some of these are short. Give the people what they want. Okay, so pick a number, 1 through 10. I'm going to go with 6 in okay. honor of... No. Oh, I'm torn. Do I honor Hermes by going with three because that's yes. his age? Yes. Or six because it's the devil's number and that's in his Hermes is listening and he says if you don't pick three, he will shit on all your clothes. He's going to do that anyway. He has no respect for fashion. <laughs> and that honestly is a major red flag. All right. <laughs> pick one. Three. Okay. Three. So. Come on, Hermes. Okay. Send me luck. True, false. False. Oh, nope. Nope. Or yes. You don't know yet. <laughs> Take a drink just because you're being um, a smart ass. Yeah. So Goldie considered instead of acting going into music. Okay. So in 1972. Is she a singer? I forgot to ask that earlier. Well, we're going okay. to figure oh, that out it. now. I should have asked it earlier. You should have. <laughs> That's why I was like cross-examination now. Oh. In 1972, she released a country album called Goldie. What year? I'm sorry. 72. 72. Okay. Um, and Dolly Parton helped her record and produce that. True or false? Shut up. I feel like I feel like the actual answer is false because okay. I feel like you made this up. Okay. To entice me because okay. you know mm-hmm. how much I love Dolly Parton. I know you do love Dolly. And the fact that there might be like a collaboration mm-hmm. from the seven. I have to say true. You know that I have to, and I'm okay. I'm getting it wrong. I know, but I'm saying true. You're right. Oh my god! Shut up. Celebratory sip. Mmm. You have no idea how excited I just got. Oh, I know. I know. We're listening to this tonight when we have dinner. For one hundred percent sure. That's amazing. Okay, yeah. so did you say that she collaborated with writing or with also singing? Um, so I did not listen. I was waiting to listen until you came here. That's so thoughtful of You're you. Welcome. Sharing in the excitement. I know. So from what I read, Dolly helped Goldie produce the album. Okay. I don't know if she helped her with like writing the songs, with mixing, with promotion. I re- honestly, I truly don't know. So it'll be fun for Again, us to discover. Goldie, if you would like to invite us to dinner and tell us all about album this. Album listening party. Yes. Feel free to invite Dolly. Yeah, invite Dolly. You know what? I'll host. Yeah. I'll I would, off of you. I would do it. Like, I would call and invite Dolly, but yeah. I got a new phone. and You, know, you I lost don't have the her, contacts. Yeah, over, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And she has a new agent now, so I can't just, like, contact her on Facebook. Like I know. I know. Uh, by it's the way, mess. Dolly, your new agent is, like, a bitch. I think she's lovely. She's been nothing but professional with me. Dolly's like, I don't have an agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dolly's definitely listening to this podcast. I'm sure she is. She probably is. I bet she would. I bet she would if she knew about it. I bet she would. Okay, challenge to you all. If you know Dolly, get her to listen. Get her to listen to this. Yeah. We will do a Dolly episode just for for her. We will go to Dollywood and do an episode from there. 100%. Probably get kicked out, but that's fine. Probably. Yeah. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. Spoiler alert. There's no way in hell she could ever be found guilty for anything. So oh, of you not. already know how it's going to end. Yeah. But that's fine because you're there for the ride. That's right. We're here for the journey, not the destination. That's right. Next number. Next number is six. six. Also in honor of Hermes. Your little devil puppy. Yes. Okay. 
So do you need to be marking off the questions that we're doing or possibly like the ones that I get right? Or are we still just going to do this? Uh, we're, so we're choosing chaos. Yes. We're just choosing chaos actively. We know that we are chaotic people when it comes to this podcast over. Oh, my God. What is it? It's like the, the different like lawful good. Oh, lawful, yeah. We're, yeah. We're chaotic. We're chaotic. Yeah. chaotic good, though, right? Or at least neutral. Yeah. Okay, let's be realistic. Okay, with cross-examination, probably like chaotic evil, at least for yeah. me toward you. Can we also... Mm-hmm. I just... To bring it back to Hermes for one second, mm-hmm. because I do have, you know, as a parent, sometimes you have really <laughs> deep concerns about how your children are going to grow up and mm-hmm. turn out. Mm-hmm. So I am proud to say that 50% of the activities and proclivities mm-hmm. that he is dis- like displaying right now are very Slytherin. Okay. Very, very Slytherin. Mm-hmm. That makes my heart so happy. Mm-hmm. However, mm. 50%. Hufflepuff. Oh, no, that'd be great. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. He's taking after his other father, fact checker. We can't have that. He has to be... He's a Gryffinin. No, 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 no. We all know that the Ravenclaw and Gryffindor are trash houses. (gasps) Slytherin and Hufflepuff are where it's at. Okay, here we go. And I say that because you know that I disagree with your diagnosis. I went to a medical professional. I don't think it's terminal. I think that you might be a split between Hufflepuff and Slytherin. I'm only a Slytherin around you. Ravenclaws, here's the deal. Ravenclaws are so uppity about themselves. Am I not? You are very uppity about yourself. Thank you. But the only reason that Ravenclaws are the way that they are is because they actually have extremely low self-esteem. and they Not true. No, listen. Luna Lovegood would never. The only reason... That they pursue academics as hard as they do is because they feel like it's they feel like it's the only thing that gives them any kind of affirmation, and okay. so they've poured all of their okay. attention into that. Well, I digress. You know Let's what? get back now to Now you're kind of sounding like an accurate person describing burnt out, gifted kids in adult life. So okay, fine. Well, I've told you that I think that you're a burnt out Hufflepuff. All right, you have. And we or took just a very, burnt out. We took a very scientific quiz about it too. Enough. <laughs> all right. Feel free to listen to our Harry Potter episode <laughs> yeah. to get more details on that. Yeah, learn learn some more about Topher's accurate but wrong <laughs> descriptions of me. Constant paradox. Yes. So Goldie had been in relationships prior to Kurt Russell. She wasn't a virgin? No, so I'm sorry. Her ex- she wasn't a virgin go-go dancer? No. Her ex-husband, Bill Hudson, wrote a mm. memoir... In which he claims that it was her constant cheating throughout their marriage that dissolved the marriage and that then she subsequently turned their two children against him. True or false? That he wrote that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say true. Yeah, you're right. Take a drink. That sounds like something that a vindictive ex-husband would do. So here's my deal. Uh, Bill Hudson and Goldie Hawn were together. Two children, Oliver and Kate. Kate. Mm -hmm. Are Oliver and Kate twins? No. Okay. They're a couple years apart. They they just look so similar. And yeah, so Mm -hmm. I've always just kind of They got like Goldie's genes for sure. Mm. I don't know what Oliver or what um Bill Hudson looks like. His name sounds like he's a like comics writer, you know, like like the Sunday paper funnies. He was in a band called the Hudson Brothers, and he was touring a lot and Goldie had said that was kind of like the reason their marriage ended because he was not really there and present. 
And after they divorced, he really wasn't in his children's lives. Mm -hmm. So Kurt Russell basically raised Oliver and Kate. And they have said that, like, they viewed him as, like, their father growing up. Yeah. Well, that explains the closeness that I was talking about picking up on. Mm -hmm. It's so funny how, like, I don't know anything about them and Mm -hmm. their history. And yet, just going through and reading these little six-word snippet dedications, you just pick up on it. You just know. Yes, you know. know. It feels very genuine. So I'm really doubtful of Bill Hudson's account of what happened in their relationship. Just because it does come... And, like, nobody ever knows what goes on in a relationship if you're not the person in it. Right. But I'm going to make a judgment and say that Goldie was right and he is wrong. I also feel like it's very difficult. And I don't know the ages of the children when this happened. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty difficult to permanently turn your child against the other parents. Yeah. Like, there comes a point where, especially during, like, teen years, when they were kids younger. are getting a little bit they rebellious. Were younger. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, after yeah, the yeah. fact. There comes a point where, like, the kids are going to get rebellious against Goldie, and one of the ways that they would act out against that, if if she was trying, actively trying to turn them against this guy, yeah. they would be like, oh, I'm going to gravitate towards this guy instead, you know? Well, they have a podcast, or maybe it's more of Oliver's podcast more so than Kate's, called Sibling Revelry, which is oh, so Oh, that's so adorable. But also, you're a celebrity. You don't need a podcast. That's for us unknowns. That to is you. very... So, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we that's were celebrities. That's for us semi-knowns. <laughs> we're like B-plus listed. Oh, very... yeah. That's definitely where we are. <laughs> so anyway, on their D- podcast... D-plus? Yeah, D-plus. Okay. Yeah. We're passing. <laughs> Barely. Barely. By the skin of our teeth. Barely. And we do need to do some extra credit. Oh, no. Wait, who are we? No, I'm not going to get into who is well, the professor. I'm, I'm going to start I'm with not. Sam Neill. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. If you're listening. He is. No, so on their one episode of their podcast, they talked about how they, as adults, like wanted to reach out and kind of like reconnect with their biological father. Mm-hmm. And I think that they did and like it went okay. But basically they've. For years, I've been saying, like, Kurt is really their dad. Like, they call him Pa. Pa. This is confirming all of my suspicions about the kind of person that Goldie Hawn is with, like, that down-to-earth sort of. Yeah. Here's the deal, too, about that is Mm -hmm. that, like, this is a famous family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the kids have gotten into being Hollywood celebrities as well. Kate and Oliver are both major celebrities. Yeah. Kate more so. Kate more so, but Oliver's especially he's, he's recently has really done some well really big himself. things. Yeah. yeah. And you just kind of, as a regular person, as a normie, yeah. you get like really jaded about these Hollywood families and you just kind of come to expect a high level of dysfunction. Yeah, and, you do. And disconnect from reality. And so it's so wonderful to hear that these people who seem extremely glamorous really are just like yeah, us. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Because money's such a corrupting fact factor in, mm-hmm. in people's lives. Fame mm-hmm. is such a corrupting factor. Yes. And I'm sure you'll get into this some as well. But for a while, I was very salty about the fact that Goldie just sort of dropped off the face of the earth in terms of like mm-hmm. being in movies. She mm-hmm. kind of like retired or semi-retired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, but I need more Goldie in my life. <laughs> but I think that part of the reason that she did that, it sounds like, was probably because she was like, no, I'm, I don't need that. Like, I don't crave that. I'm focusing right. on my family. Mm-hmm. I have a great relationship with my domestic partner, which I think it's yes. really interesting. They never got Yeah, married. we'll talk about that after the examination. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do number nine. Since we're going three, so let's do 
just deny. Okay. So when Goldie um, was a young woman and she was trying to make it um, in acting, she moved That's to... That's a euphemism for sex. Well, she moved... With to, casting directors. She moved to New York City. Oh, yeah. We're definitely talking about sex with casting directors. And worked as a waitress as she was trying to, like, pick up acting roles. True or false? Um... Oh, that's hard because, I mean, that's a very, that's a common. So thinking like New York trope. City in like 60s-ish time. What are you going to say? I'm going to say false. I think that she was something different, like a barista or something like that. But it okay. wasn't, I don't think it was waitress in a restaurant. Okay. Your instincts are serving you well. Oh, yes. It was us go-go dancer. Oh, That's okay. She's doing the go-go dancing. Oh my God. Do you think she ever went to um, Studio 54? Oh, she must have. She had to have. She had to have. Yeah. Her nickname in her family was Go-Go. Isn't that cute? That's really cute. Do you think it's where like Goji kind of comes from? Okay. Maybe a variation on that? Yeah. Okay. Next number. Um, 12. We, nope. We did 369. One. Okay. So I mentioned that she had a brother who died before she and her sister were born. Mm -hmm. Turns out that as she and her sister were growing up, they never knew about their dead brother until they were older when their parents finally told them. True or false? That sounds like something that, like when you say older though, I don't know what that means. Do you mean like adult? Young adult, yeah. Young adult? Late teens, young adult-ish. Oh, wow. That's a bit late. I would say, obviously, you're not going to tell your like... Well, maybe you would tell your three-year-old. Honestly, like, it depends on your parenting style and okay. the individual kid. True, they waited. Yeah, true. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they did not know that they had this brother who passed away as an infant. Mm. Something said Oh, no, from, it was an infant death. They think it was, like, from SIDS. But, again, like, in the 40s, really hard to kind of pinpoint. Oh, yeah. What year was Goldie Hawn born? 45. 45? Mm -hmm. So she's 76. We'll be 77 this year. She looks good. I know she's yeah. had some work done, she but has. she looks yeah, yeah. great. She does, yeah. For she's very she's, active. Yeah, she, oh, helps, she yeah. is. She's yeah. very fit. Mm -hmm. I feel like for the past, like, two decades, she's been frozen she in her, like, same. mid to late 50s yeah. to me. Yeah, she, yeah, she just look, gives yeah. me that vibe. Okay, so next number. You're doing um, so well. Surprisingly. Sup yeah, I, I am, this is a surprise. I am going off, like. Just gut instinct. Gut instinct, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go with number, let's go with two. So Goldie was raised Jewish because her mom was Jewish. True or false? True. Yeah. I did know that about her. How did you know that? I don't even know. But okay. I knew that she was. I think Kate Hudson might have said something about it in an interview at some point. Yeah. And I remembered it because, you know, I love Jewish culture. I know you And do. so that really endeared me. I know. That's why yeah. I love Fact Checker. Yes. Yeah. I first learned that, like, Goldie Hawn was raised Jewish because of Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song from SNL. Oh, God, it's been forever. I know, where he's, like, naming celebrities who are Jewish or, like, partly Jewish. Okay. Like, Goldie Hawn was, like, he's, like, Goldie Hawn's have to. And I was, like, oh, okay, cool, Goldie yeah. Hawn. Honestly, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. too, when you're talking about her parents and kind of their occupations and proclivities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of creative energy, very liberal. Yeah. All right, next number. Let's go with, so we already did three. Let's do four. Okay. Next. So Goldie isn't actually her real first name. It's Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Mm-hmm. True or false? That sounds right. I'm going to go with true. Oh, oh I is got it first? you. Oh, no. <laughs> Wrong. Take oh. a sip. 
Goldie is her real first name. It's actually a family name. Really? Yeah. Like spelled exactly the way it is yeah. and everything. It's not short Her full name is Goldie Jean Hahn. Isn't that cute? Goldie Jean. Goldie Jean. Honestly, hopefully Goldie, you're a, a dog person too. Isn't that such a cute name for like a little they do. like She and Kurt do have a bunch of dogs, which I love. Oh, good. Can't of you see varying like sizes, a, like too, a golden retriever or a golden lab. Oh, and for sure, Goldie Jean. Goldie Jean. Oh, so cute. I know. Oh my god! Now I'm picturing a little like year old golden retriever puppy named Goldie Jean with a gardening hat on and little gardening gloves sitting out with <gasps> yes! me as I'm planting flowers. Okay, so what I'm hearing is you and fact checker need a second dog, right? Oh my god. <laughs> we can swing by the shelter on the way home. Fact checker would kill me what's he gonna do kick you out with two dogs no he did tell me once if i ever surprised him with a dog that he would leave me fact checker but that was also before i figured out how to do that thing so okay (laughs) okay next number that might make it to the introduction (laughs) (laughs) probably let's do seven next and that's going to be an honor of Hermes too for when he's feeling angelic Okay, so Goldie did first kind of start off on stage. That was right. how she got into acting. Yes. Her first role was playing Annie in the play musical Annie. True or false? False. Okay, any reasoning? It just feels wrong. Okay, take a drink and celebration. Oh, yay! She played Juliet, Romeo and Juliet. Can't you see her as like a cute young Juliet? I can't, and that's what makes me want to watch it. Okay. <laughs> I just, I can't see her doing, like, Shakespearean dialogue. Oh, I can see that. I can see her in, like, a cute, like, her long, flowy hair. Oh, yeah. Like, Especially a like Renaissance a, kind of gown. But, like, you know how 60s, in the 60s yeah. they, yeah. Yeah. That very sort of, like, why is everything in, like, your costumes are all neoprene and felt? Mm-hmm. What is up with that? Mm-hmm. Like, somehow. That the, was the 60s. The silhouette was always period accurate for like these But the material costumes. was off and you're like, wait, yeah. what? And it was always in like really vibrant, like oranges lo- and lime orangey. green yeah. and like they things like that. They their strong orange and lime. And it was like orange with like magenta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, next number. Um, We haven't done four yet, right? We did four. Oh, five. Okay, five. five. So Goldie was raised Jewish. Okay, we have established this. Mm -hmm. But Kurt Russell was raised Catholic. So she decided when they got together, she would convert. Not to Catholicism like full on, but into like Catholic practices for the sake. Sorry, I spit a little bit. Why are you spitting on me? Because I can't. (laughs) Like a llama over here. You're welcome. So she decided she would participate in, like, Catholic practices for the sake of, like, being with Kurt, even though she never fully converted, true or false. So that sounds like he would have to be, at least at one point in his life, kind of a devout Catholic. He was raised Catholic. What are you going to say? I mean, being raised Catholic, this is hard. So a little background for my decision-making here. Mm -hmm. Fact checker is from a Jewish Catholic Common combo. Yeah. Yeah. And his father was the one who was raised Catholic Mm -hmm. and his mother was Jewish, but she was a Jewish atheist. Mm -hmm. And 
some of her family still practices, but they didn't in in his house. Mm-hmm. And so fact checker would be taken by his dad to mass every Sunday mm-hmm. as what we Baptists like to call fire insurance, mm-hmm. just to make sure just that like just in case, just so you case. so you don't go to hell. So he yeah. went through like baptism and confirmation and all that. Mm-hmm. So I do understand that like it's deeply ingrained because like Bob didn't even really go to mass. Fact checker's father, yes, didn't didn't go to mass. Billy Bobby Ray. Yes. Classic Catholic name. Hmm. <laughs> Moynihan. Billy Bobby Ray Moynihan. Is his dad Bobby Moynihan from SNL? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fact checker's very young. He's five. He's five. That's This is really tough. Yeah. My, my instincts say. are all over the place right yeah. now. I'm going to say it's true. Mm, but now she's Buddhist. Mm. But that could happen later. People go through all sorts of different phases mm-hmm. in their lives and different areas of growth. I'm going to say true. Wrong. Take oh. a drink. I made it all up. The whole thing? The whole thing. That was convincing. I know. I'm a good liar. I thought at least he would have some kind of Catholic tie. I have no idea. Kurt Russell's religious upbringing. I have no clue. He's never really talked about it. I just wanted to throw you off. You did. So Goldie I'm going to cheers you on that because you yes, did a really good job. Thank you. You had me... Down the wrong trail. I um, wasn't ups and downs. I wasn't even gonna. If I had said false, it wouldn't have even been, been because you like made the whole thing up. Oh, I know. You were. I was very convincing. Ladies and gentlemen, listening at home, that is a mastercraft lesson on lying and manipulation. So I think what Topher is really getting at is that I could co-star with Goldie in a film and probably get some sort of award nomination. And is definitely a Slytherin. Or Ravenclaws. I'm so smart. You're not a Ravenclaw. No, you have more complexity to you than trash Ravenclaws. So mean. Okay, so Goldie, yeah, she talked about being raised Jewish, but being more of a spiritual person. Yes. I think that Judaism lends itself to that more easily than a lot of other religions There are obviously like a lot of different... Like not varieties, but like Sects ways ways of, to people practice Judaism yeah. or identify themselves as yeah. Jewish too, because it can be like you were saying, culturally, that's what I identify as, even though I may not have a strong belief in yeah. God. Well, or there's that's tied to religious practices, but yeah. like culturally, that's what I am. Judaism is a very or being Jewish mm-hmm. is a very interesting thing because it's very unique to a lot of other religions in that it has kind of three facets to it where yes. you can be culturally Jewish, mm-hmm. racially Jewish, yeah. and actually religiously Religi- right. Jewish. Right, there's a lot of different factors. Yeah. yeah, and I really appreciate that. I think that people need to understand those different factors for there sure because you can't go around, like if I were to convert to Judaism, I couldn't be... say that I'm a Jewish person. I okay, would say that I practice, Jewish. I would say that I practice the Jewish faith Okay, because That's I'm not... Fair. I'm not actually Jewish. Okay. I think it, yeah, I think it's fair to recognize that, yeah, there are different facets of it. Yeah. So Goldie talked about like she was raised Jewish. She believes in God. She says she's like believes in prayer, but that she identifies as more spiritual. Mm-hmm. And, I later, that. and later in life, she has taken on more of like Buddhist yeah. leanings to her. She practices meditation in all of her different homes because she's very rich. She's got lots of statues of Buddha and like, separate meditation spaces for her to to do that practice. So you know that I study religion a lot, mm-hmm. especially because I was brought up in a very, very strict Christian household. Mm-hmm. And that's led me to, because, you know, Judaism is closely connected to Christianity. Mm-hmm. 
studied some things about Judaism as well. And it's been interesting over the past couple of months, I found out some fun things about like the creation story in Genesis Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how, you know, in Christianity, it's in the beginning, God created Mm -hmm. the heavens and the earth Mm -hmm. in a lot of Jewish practices Mm -hmm. in their Torah. Mm -hmm. The language actually translates to in the beginning, a God. Interesting. Okay. A heaven and an earth, which okay. suggests not only duality of different heaven and earths, mm-hmm. but also points to a plurality of gods. And that mm-hmm. is further sort of confirmed in the Ten Commandments when they talk about having no other gods before, before me. me. Mm-hmm. It's not just about like, oh, I made up this idol. It's that this particular god, mm-hmm. this Jewish Abrahamic god, is acknowledging the existence of other gods, but he's saying, I'm the one that you should be following. Interesting. Okay. So it, it is very interesting yeah. to think about. Yeah. Anyway, that's a sidebar. But that's our religious podcast. Yeah. Right? That, but I <laughs> yeah, feel free to cut that out if it takes up too much time. But I just think that it's very interesting. And yeah. I, I love the Jewish faith because it encourages you to question. Yeah. And so people who maintain their spirituality because they were raised in a Jewish household, Mm -hmm. I have so much respect for because I feel like they've been taught so much critical thinking and it's not a cult where they feel tied to these minutiae of doctrines. There is an emphasis on like learning and scholarship and questioning, like you said, that maybe you don't see in like Baptist people. Or baptism. Or baptism. All right. Anyway, you have eight and 10 left. Which one first? Let's go with eight. Okay. I'm going to save the last for best. Okay. So when she was 19, living in New York, mm-hmm. she almost died in a car crash. And then later as an adult, she went to Thailand and saw a psychic there. And the psychic was like, you almost died when you were 19, right? And she's like, yeah. And like went into this whole car crash story. True. Yes, true. Take a drink. That just feels right yeah. based on everything yeah. that we've been you talking know about. about. Her, yeah. yeah. With like the psychic and like yeah. spiritual aspects. Yeah. I okay. feel like that's something that. All right. Last one. This is a fun one. Okay. It's about her love for animals. Oh, yay. Because she, she encouraged, you have a lot of pets. You have a lot of dogs, which is adorable, like all different sizes, which I love I, a good mismatched yes. set of dogs in one household. And you know, it's always like the like Chihuahua mm-hmm. or the Pekingese or whatever that's like the alpha dog in the pack. Oh, yeah. And the like giant St. Bernard is just like, okay, okay fine. <laughs> Goldie has said that her favorite animal is the giraffe. Because she admires how they always quote, I'm paraphrasing, but basically quote, like, hold their heads up high. True or false? I'm going to say true because I want that to be true because that's actually a really sweet. And and giraffes are such majestic animals. Yeah. Yeah. Black tongues, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. I've fed giraffes before. Where? At Wild Adventures theme park in Valdosta, Georgia, which is like. Half theme park. That's where you drive your car through and they come up? No. No, they have like a like a little train thing. But no, there's by one of the roller coasters, which is called the Cheetah. Wrong. There's like (laughs) a little platform and you can go and feed the giraffes carrots and they like wrap their tongues around it and take it out of your hand. Was that fun? It was really fun. It was really funny because my sibling who was at the time like nine years old, mm-hmm. wanted to do it. And instead of wrapping its tongue around the carrot, it wrapped it around her face. <laughs> oh, no. Or their face. Oh, no. Yeah. Your poor sibling. <laughs> it was. 
And I'm, but also hilarious. Yeah. As and the as, older sibling, yeah. you're like, as the one who's like ten years older, you yeah. know, I'm over there just like nineteen years old, laughing my ass off. Like not helping, poor, not helping at all. Like freaking out, like, what do I do? What was so funny too was that, like, I had not wanted them to be able to do it because yeah. I was going to have to pay my own money oh. for them to be able to do it, and it was like it wasn't expensive, but it was expensive enough for, for me. Nineteen where I'm like nineteen, I don't want to pay yeah. like fifteen dollars yeah. for you to do this like very brief experience, and so then that happened, and I was just like lifelong memory. Yep, <laughs> and it was like a year before that that. My sibling was getting super salty about the fact that they were being assigned some of the chores from my chore list. Yeah. Because we have to now start to distribute things. Well, now, fair's fair. Yeah. Well, because one of the things was dusting the living room downstairs. Mm -hmm. And you've got your, like, pledge bottle or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the first time they went to do it, they sprayed themselves (gasps) in the face. And I laughed my ass off. And then they started crying and ran, like, as an eight-year-old, and ran and told my parents Uh that I had... Sprayed <gasps> them, and I got in trouble for it. And oh, I'm like, yeah. that is not what happened. We still laugh about that, by the yeah. way. Like they remember it vividly and have yeah. admitted that, like, no, I was totally a brat. Like I was they embarrassed, and you. I was mad at you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so there was a lot of like fun comeuppance when I saw that giraffe like wrap its tongue okay. around my sibling's face. So do you think this is true? That this is Goldie's favorite animal? I. I would like this to be true. Therefore, I'm going to say that it is. You're wrong. Oh, no. Yeah. Fill you up. Take a sip. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Take a sip. I'll give you a second guess to what her favorite animal actually is. Mm. Okay. Can I It's ask? a large one. It is a large okay. one. So it's like a zoo animal. Sure. It's an elephant? Yes. I love elephants too. Goldie, yeah. elephants are one of my favorite animals. They're such gentle giants and they, they have are. like- anthropomorphic rituals that they, they do. They do. They bury their dad. They, they like mourn. Re- they recognize faces. Yes. So Goldie Hawn, because of her deep involvement with like spirituality, has traveled to Asia a lot, specifically to that India. In Thailand, as we mentioned before. But she said when she was in India, she encountered this elephant called Belly Button, which is a great elephant name. Stop it I right now. I love that. Stop it right now. And like had like a really cool experience. And then she went back and she said like, I wasn't sure if the elephant was going to remember me, but it did remember Billy, but remembered her. Oh my God. Isn't That's that amazing. I know. I want to meet an elephant so, so badly. And there's actually. Belly button have to, has oh to be my that God. Name. Or jelly bean. <gasps> Yes, great elephant name. Thank you. Let's, what are some of your favorite <laughs> elephant you, names at home? If you want us to do a sidebar on our favorite elephant names, let us know. <laughs> Actually, I'm really good at naming things. She says. I had a great backup name for your puppy before you settled on your ba- your puppy name. What was the backup name? Mykonos. Oh, yes. That's a, I'm good it was at naming good. stuff. We yeah. decided we weren't actually those people, but it's still a fun thing. And we might it actually is. still use it as like a, ugh, being so Mykonos right now. Yeah. I think you should get a lizard and just become a lizard person. I'm the lizard Mykonos. I'm not going to become a lizard person because I don't want to go into politics, but. <laughs> no, I'm good at naming things. That's like my one weird talent. I'm great <laughs> at coming up with band names. 
Animal names, perfect. Animal names are so much fun. Did I tell you about the fun animal name we came up with on a trip recently, me and Fact Checker? Mm. So Fact Checker's been wanting to get a cat for a long time. Okay. We can't do it in the place that we are right now because there's yeah. nowhere to put the litter box. But you could find a place, but whatever. I think we could too, but I think Fact Checker's a little bit overwhelmed right now with the newborn. I think you should come home with a kitten and let him just have fun. I don't think that's what would happen. <laughs> I don't think it is. But I do anyway. have a guest room available. <laughs> True. For you or I, fact checkers. I was going to say, I guess I'm moving in with you. Yeah. Belchy wine. Here we go. Here it is. It's a very belchy wine. <laughs> but we were at this restaurant uh-huh. and the on the menu, you know, there's all <gasps> the different... Not a kitten. There's... <laughs> no, Topher, no. No. Kitten skewers. <laughs> oh, no. No, on the menu, there was this, you know, the apps list yeah, and it's yeah. a Southern restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so one of the names of the apps was Table Biscuits. And I looked at... Oh, that's said, a good I said, oh name. my God, don't you want to get a kitten and name it Table Biscuits? And I swear to God, he melted into his chair. He was just like, oh my God, Table Biscuits is the best name. Yeah. So we've trademarked that. You're not allowed to name your cat Table Biscuits. Or you can, but you have to send Tofer a monthly fee. Yes. How many figures is that monthly fee? I'm going to give you a discount and it's only three figures monthly Affordable. fee. Because you're also going to be sending us so many pictures and videos of, of table, table biscuits. biscuits. Oh, table biscuits making biscuits. I know. <laughs> Isn't it so adorable? I was proud of myself for it that is. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll give you credit. All right. Anything else in this wine that you're getting? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I don't know why I went into like super drunk talk show host. I guess it's because I'm a super drunk because talk we are, show host. That is basically what we're doing. <laughs> Wouldn't you love it if Goldie Hawn had a talk show? I would. And we are like the It's called the Golden Hour. <gasps> I told you I'm good at naming shit. The only thing that would have made that better. Yeah. Is if oh, it, we're giving notes. Okay. It's not even, but it's not even your I fault. I rescind my no, cheers. No, no, It's not even your fault because you're going to agree with me. Okay. The only thing that would make it better is if the Golden Hour had started three years ago and mm. it was Goldie Hawn and Betty White together. Because okay, reference but it's go- still called the Golden Hour. Yeah, yeah, Obviously. because Golden Girls. That's Perfect, why Betty yeah. White's like part we of it. We can get her ghost on. Yeah, she's definitely a party ghost. Yeah, we can zoom in to Betty <laughs> The White's Netherworld? Ghost. Yes. Oh, no. Is she in the Netherworld? <laughs> well, she's in heaven. Are. She's got to be in heaven, though. It's still the Netherworld to me. I don't think that it's polar like that. I think it's more of a spectrum. So you're like fully embracing like just the Greek afterlife where yeah. everybody goes to the same spot. What happens to you yeah. though varies. Yeah. Based on what you what's did. The north, 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 what's the north? What's the north thing? Norse? What's the Norse? I know there's a Valhalla, but is that only I think for... I kind of all they do, right? But you have to die in battle, right? To go there? We're not Viking experts. <laughs> I did read the Neil Gaiman I did too, Norse I mythology forgotten. book. I know, I did too. Sad story. I was reading that book while my one dog was in like vet care before oh, she passed. So I don't remember a lot of it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Can you reread it or is that going to bring up trauma? I think I can reread it. Okay. I'll do that. But I just haven't. Yeah. There's a lot to read right now. There is. There's I, so many and, words out there. Look, so many words and papers. And so many combinations. And people need to stop. Honestly, pause. Let me get caught up. <laughs> Because I will say it is hard to read when you've had some drinks. Yes. Fact checker's always like, let's go read in bed. And I'm like, I'm in my fourth 24-ounce Wet no. Willie's Margarita. I can't no. do that right now. Yeah, like, I will not remember. 
Okay, on a side note, I had a really cute date idea for me and my boyfriend to go do. Oh, fun. We could do like a reading date. <gasps> That's just, let's go sit in silence and I don't have to hear your voice. No, but like we each get a book or or I suggested we could pick out something for the I other to read. I do love that. And I was like, we could start off at a bookstore or we could just already have it. And then we can like go to like a cute little cafe, like have a little drink, a little snack, and then go to a park and like continue just kind of like sit and read. I think that's super And then at the end of it, just talk to each other about what we read. Yeah. So you can borrow that idea if you want. I'll share. Hmm. Does fact checker not know how to read? I didn't want to. That was that's been the issue the whole time. Because he's been on the payroll for a while now. And the fact that he can't read (laughs) this. His checks to know that they're all zero. <laughs> I think that's a super cute idea. Isn't that sweet? I will say this is just as a, an ad- advisement, not as a hard and set rule. <sighs> if you are in an area where you can, and I understand that not everybody is, get your book for this book date at like a little independent owned bookstore. Oh, for bookstore, sure. Or like yeah. even like resale For bookstore. sure. Yeah, yeah. I think even like going to the library because like let's support our libraries. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Yes. I mean, you're not doing it monetarily, obviously, but... But it's a nice way to support, yeah. Yeah. So, like, one of the, like, the nice little dates I do, like, really treasure with boyfriend and I. I was about to say fact checker, but that's not right. He's oh, your, please. your person. Oh, my God. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, this has been a surprise episode for Tom. <laughs> what a soap opera this is. Fact checker and I are leaving you. <laughs> I mean, you are his ex-wife, so... I am. That's true. No, boyfriend and I, like... A few months into our relationship, like, we went to a used bookstore. Really, just browsed. They used that bookstore so hard. Oh, yeah, we did. We just, like, browsed the selection. And we each got a couple of books and came home and, like, got lunch and, like, ate lunch and yeah. sat and read for a bit. And it was, like, really lovely. I love book buying dates. Yes. There's, like, no greater thrill other than fashion buying dates and wine buying dates. <laughs> and? Gin buying dates. Then going to a bookstore together yeah. and like you each get to like just pile your arms full of yeah. books and then they last you as long as they last sure, you. Sure, yeah. It's adorable. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Goldie Hawn. Let's do it. Okay. So anything else from this wine first? I think we started and we got off topic. I'm getting... As usual. Honestly, I'm getting more of the apple and pear the more that it mm-hmm. kind of sits out and opens up. I'm not getting as much of the pineapple as I did when it was really cold. Mm. Okay, it's not as tropical, fair. which I, I actually really appreciate. Yeah. I like you that. You are not super into tropical drinks. I love, no, I do love pineapple. I really do. Okay. It's a delicious, delicious fruit. I love pineapple. Mm-hmm. But in my wine, I really, I love pear. Pear is mm, one of my favorites. You do really like pear, yeah. yeah. You made some good pear desserts before. Have I? Yeah. Oh. Where's that my other friend over? <laughs> I vaguely remember this. Did I do some kind of tart? I you like did. You a made tart. a pear tart. I was very drunk at the time. I was probably drunk when I ate it, too, but I remember being good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Goldie Hawn. Okay. So let's talk about her personal life a little bit. Ugh, shambles. Just kidding. I have no she, reason to say okay, that. Okay, so she was married from 1969 to 1973 okay. to this man named Gus Tanakis. Gus. Gus. I know. He was a dancer, and he played a shark in West Side Story. <gasps> Gus Tanakis. Yeah. You. I don't think you could pick him out on screen. Maybe if you Google, I'm sure Google him, sure. Because the guy who played, is it Bernardo, the main guy in West Side Story? Mm-hmm. Like the main shark? Mm-hmm. He was also a dancer. He was a dancer. Um, he was also a dancer in White Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, but I don't remember oh, cool. his name. Yeah. But also, so his last name was what? Tanakis. 
Yes. Which I'm assuming is Greek. It sounds Greek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not doing true and false anymore. I don't have to keep questioning you about this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I forgot we were, that I wasn't under the microscope anymore. Okay, do you know that we are still recording? Yes. Okay, That is you. true. Great. True. True. Take a drink. <laughs> um, so they married. It was a short marriage. Didn't last very long. They divorced. And then she married Bill Hudson. Who was in the band, the Hudson Brothers. Right. They were married from 1976 to 1982. She had her son, Oliver, in 76, and then her daughter, Kate, in 79. Okay. They divorced. I didn't realize that Kate was that much older than me. Not that much. About 20 years. Oh, mm-hmm. That's false, but okay. It she... feels true in my heart. Okay. If your heart says it's true, then it's true. <laughs> or it's just heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, she's she, seven years older than me. That's not that much older. Almost eight. It's not that much older. It's really not. All right. She and Kurt Russell got together in 1983. They've been wow. officially together since Valentine's Day. Of this year? No, of 1983. <laughs> they finally made it official? They finally made it. Like, as, like, them saying, like, yeah, we're a couple. That's cute. They have a son named Wyatt, who was born in 1986, who's also an actor. You've, oh, he is. You've seen him in things. He's just not, like, reached the same levels of fame as, like, Kate or Oliver. Okay. But you've seen him. You'd recognize him. Like, oh, okay. okay. He does really look like a mix between Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. He was mentioned in the lineup of the different bottles. Ask, yeah. yeah. He used to be a hockey player, which I think was kind of cool. Interesting. And then he got into acting like his parents. Hmm. So... Kurt and Goldie had met in the 60s, but kind of rekindled their relationship on a set of a film called Swing Shift, where they played, like, people dating each other. And then do you know the big film that they were in together? Is it Overboard? Yes, Overboard. I love Overboard. Well, again, she's playing a rich bitch. Yeah, she was. And then that was remade recently, which I think was maybe what you were thinking about. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris and some other guy. Yeah. Was not. I'm not. Great. A, I wasn't thinking of that earlier. I was thinking of Cadet Kelly, the remake of Private Benjamin. I thought you were just bullshitting me. You're thinking of Overboard, but okay. Take a drink for that. For fooling me. <laughs> also, do you like how I'm just bossing you around after the cross examination? We all know that this is going to happen. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, so they were in Overboard together in 1987, which is like a huge commercial success for yeah. the two of them. Favorite quote from that? What's your favorite quote? I don't oh, have look. one. A falsetto child. It's been a long time since I've watched it it's before. A, it's a good movie. Yeah. Very Although funny. very problematic, too. But he's <laughs> take, Kurt Russell's character is taking advantage of Goldie Hawn's character, who has a very serious brain injury. She was taking advantage of him before that. So you're saying it's okay? I'm just saying it's tit for tat. Mm. All right. So I think we're getting to my two favorite Goldie Hawn films. Okay. I was going to... I was thinking. I knew you were waiting. I wanted to ask what your favorite Goldie Hawn role was. Predict. Okay, so it's either going to be Mm -hmm. Death Becomes Her Mm -hmm. or First Wives Club. Yes, to both. I mean, those. Yes, to both. Yes, that's the only right answer. Yeah, it really is. Oh my god, so good, so fucking good. So if you're in Atlanta, there is a theater called the Plaza Theater. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Wussy Mag, shout out to them does screenings of, like, these really fun films. And they did a really cool film where they were doing Death Becomes Her. 
And they always do like a costume prize thing before the film. How have I not heard about this? Yeah, we should go sometime. We totally should. Yeah, we should. I think they slowed down during pandemic yeah. and now it's starting to come back again. They used to do Rocky Horror all the time. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that they were doing the other films. Oh, yeah. Though. I saw like Clueless, But I'm a Cheerleader, Death of the Concert, Birdcage. Oh, my God. I would have won the costume contest for all of these. I know. So it's a lot I have of- a sequined dress. What more do you need? Well, for Death Becomes Her, like, perfect. Or for every occasion. Or for every occasion. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so do you want to talk about that for a second? Yes, let's talk about Death Becomes Her. Okay, Goldie Hawn, Meryl Streep, Bruce Willis, Isabella Rossellini. Perfect. Amazing. Flawless. Amazing. It's probably my favorite Bruce Willis role as well because Honestly, yes. I mean... The best he's ever done. He will not top so it. So great. Seeing Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep together. <gasps> they were so good together. Oh my God. It was amazing. Amazing. So I think Goldie Hawn really shines in these comedic roles, but when there's also a little bite to them. Yes. I think that's where she does really well. She's very good at being sort of like an out of touch yeah. person, which is funny because... As, as we were saying, yeah. in her real life, she's that's, so down to earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think maybe that's like a fun escape for her, mm-hmm. which is great. And obviously, like Meryl Streep as well. Oh, perfect. Yeah. She's great at playing a villain when in real life, she's actually a very warm, nice person. Wonderful yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's so much fun that Goldie Hawn has had this amazing career where occasionally she gets to play these tropes mm-hmm. that don't feel like tropes. Mm -hmm. It feels like that's who she is, except that it's not. It's so great. And I will say, like, the physical comedy and Death Becomes Her 2 is The timing is amazing. Yes. Hitting the fucking head around. Yes, and obviously, like, special effects, but still, like, hilarious. But still, it's great. I love how they become stuck with each other. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) For a film that came out in 1992. Yeah. A 30-year-old movie. It got so Mm-hmm. So good. So tell me what you love about First Wives Club, which we've talked about before with Diane Keaton. Came out Briefly, in 1996. Yeah, yeah. Bette Midler, Diane Keaton, Goldie Hawn. So First of all. Parker, Elizabeth Berkeley, like supporting roles. Yes. First of all, love the female cast in this. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Amazing starring cast. And they're such amazing versions of their characters, mm-hmm. you know? Also, I am in for any movie I don't even care who the cast is, where it's women getting back because they (laughs) were done wrong. Yes. Especially when it's something that's like kind of making, poking fun at the boys club Mm -hmm. and like men will be men, boys will be boys, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And women just being like, we've had it, we're done. Yeah. And I think that the 90s was such a great time Mm. for that. Yeah. There's so many really, really great versions of that. My favorite part about First Wives Club are the ways that they make their personalities that are so different mm-hmm. work together Me to too. form this very complex revenge yeah. plot. It's complex. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. They exploit her. They do. But it's about friendship. Yeah. Really at the end of the day. Yeah. And their revenge isn't just like, oh, we got back at these people and we're done. It's about helping other women. Mm-hmm. They start the because whole foundation. Like foundation. I know. Yeah. yeah. 
Which is really sweet. So let's talk about Goldie Hawn's foundation a little bit. Oh, I didn't know she had one. She has one called the Hawn Foundation, which is where proceeds from the swine go to. Oh, that's wonderful. So it is for um, low-income schools for kids Mm. who want to get into the performing arts. They provide some funds for them, which is really sweet. I love that. How does that work? Is that like sending funds to the schools or is it like a scholarship program for individual students? I don't know. Okay. And I will not bother to find out. Goldie, if you would like to weigh in and Goldie, tell us, you can tell us the ins and outs and of your foundation. Yeah. But I think it's very nice that she does this charitable thing and that it's tied to her partner, Kurt Russell's wine. So let's talk yeah. about their relationship for yes. a second. Can you, can you expound on that for me a little bit? So they've been together since 1983. So Which is when you and Fact Checker were born. It is, and yeah. And your exact birthday is? November 12th. Send us a gift. Thank you. And the last four of your social? One, two, three, four. And your mother's maiden name. Bob. <laughs> Her name is Barbara Ann Bob. <laughs> Barbara Ann Bob. Yes. I will not change that. No relation to Billy Bobby Ray. Nope. Mm-mm. Billy Bobby Ray fact checker senior. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been together for nearly 40 years. That's awesome. And they've never been married, which I think was probably because she had been married twice before and divorced twice before. So I understand, like, coming off of a divorce, you're, like, a little hesitant to go for marriage. But you might still recognize, like, hey, I want to be with this person right. long term. And Goldie has said, like, oh, I think if we would have gotten married, we would have gotten divorced. There's so much that goes into things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I've mentioned before here that, you know, Fact Checker and I aren't legally married according to the government. We right had our own marriage contract drawn up by a lawyer. Right, you had your ceremony. You did things legally that were both yeah. important to you all. Yeah. Um, and I think I consider you all to be married. Yeah, and we do too yeah. because it it doesn't have to be the government being involved right. in that for this to be, you know, my husband and right. vice versa. And so I really respect Goldie yeah. for doing that. Clearly, they're not just... They're not afraid of commitment. They've been no. together for 40 years. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. They've been together forever. Now, I will say there were rumors in the early 2000s that Goldie was cheating on Kurt. But those were never verified by any, like, reliable news source. And they never spoke out about those either. So I think that was really just kind of bullshit. I like, think that's, tabloids yeah, that's just up. people trying to be like, hey, you've been out of the tabloids for a yeah. while and you're a big name. Yeah. yeah. But they've, I think, by all accounts, made a really happy family together. She's called him... Her loyal protector. Oh my god. Isn't that so sweet? That's how I feel about Fact Checker. So can I tell you yes. a little bit about Kurt and his involvement in this wine? Yes, please. Yeah. So I've been he, waiting, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so he and Goldie actually took a lot of trips together over the past 40 years. And mm-hmm. he's obsessed with the area of Burgundy mm. and the wines there. They both love those wines. Mm -hmm. That's kind of their favorite go-to region. Nice. And he was filming something. He didn't say what, Mm -hmm. but he was filming something in this area of California and just happened to run into an old friend of his Mm -hmm. who owned a vineyard now. This was like maybe two decades ago. Okay. And was like blown away by the wines that were coming out. And he was like, oh my God, this reminds me so much of these beautiful burgundies that I'm so obsessed with. And the two of them just started like spitballing, ended up coming in touch with some winemakers there, bought some land, found the place, like did all this stuff. And this isn't just like Kurt putting his name on things. 
he was like, oh, no, if I'm going to do this, he's I'm involved. coming in from the ground up. Yeah. I and love so, like, that. When you mentioned earlier that, like, he's their apprentice, it's because he legit didn't know anything about growing grapes or making wine. And mm-hmm. so he was like, I'm going to spend all of my time now being just a worker here and you show that's, me what to do. He even talks really about how fantastic. he almost cut his thumb off at one point oh and learned gosh. he had to wear like special gloves when he's like <laughs> trimming the, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, he's been involved in everything. He mentioned punch downs, which for me as somebody who worked in a winery. Mean? So you have these one ton plastic bins mm-hmm. or metal bins, whatever, mm-hmm. that you're fermenting the actual grapes in. They've mm-hmm. not been juiced yet. It's just the grapes sitting there. Is he squishing the grapes with his feet? Close. You oh. use this giant thing that looks like a toilet plunger. Nice. And okay. you push down. And oh my God, it's the best workout I've ever had in my life. I came home from that internship uh-huh. with full-on pecs, a six-pack. I had the V because it requires like so much upper Core. body strength. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will also say as a, I'm a tall person, but I'm mm-hmm. very thin. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of like leverage to work with. Okay. So I was, you know, on these stepping stools to get up into these giant bins and mm-hmm. do this thing. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't cutting it. So I'm trying to like straddle the sides mm-hmm. and push down and use my entire like body weight. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like the last day of my internship there that they were like, oh yeah, we were, we had a betting pool on whether or not you were going to pass out from all of the <gasps> nitrous fumes that come up from the oh, fermenting no. grapes because you're not supposed to be directly above them. <gasps> And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I've been standing over here this entire time. Did you do a little high each time? I guess I did and just didn't Or like know we're at it. the dentist and you're like, whoa. <laughs> I didn't know that it was nitrous. Oh, no, it was CO2. Oh, okay. CO2. Oh, no. I'm not a chemist. It's something that makes you pass out. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not good. It was very embarrassing. So carbon dioxide poisoning? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, because they release all of the CO2. Or is CO2. carbon monoxide? Monoxide? Dioxide? We're not scientists. It was carbon-based gas. <laughs> oh, that's so mean that they weren't telling you. I know. Do you think they did that to Kurt Russell, too? Probably. It sounds like it was like an initiation thing. Probably. It sounds like it, yeah. yeah. But punch downs are where you're using the giant toilet plunger thing to... Mm-hmm push the grapes down so that it circulates. You know, I will say, grapes. and I burped a little bit, excuse me. That's so embarrassing for you. <laughs> First time ever. I've ever, ever burped. Ever. So you're welcome. I think that's probably one of the more involved celebrities we've covered in the winemaking process. Yeah. I think that he's he's up there with Sam Neill as mm. somebody who's very involved. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. Fair to say. All right, as we wrap up, do you want to know my favorite little Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell thing? I do, and then I'm going to have a story time for you. Okay. So I know you love Netflix, and I know you love your Christmas movies. I love my Christmas movies. So you've watched The Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell as Santa. Yes! And the sequel! The sequel with Goldie as Mrs. Claus! Yes! Uh, I love that they did that together. Listen, y'all. It is such a... Just from 2020, really recent. Yeah. And it is such a stupid movie. And it brings me so much joy. Yes. It is exactly what you want. Yeah. It is, it's the equivalent of a Christmas cookie. There's no yes. nutritional value. Well, Does it know, make you feel good though? Yeah. They, yeah. They're grandparents. I'm sure they want like their grandkids to have something cute to see yes. grandma and grandpa in. 100%. Yeah. Oh my God. I love, love that about it. them. I love that like they've been together for so long relationships just like warm my heart. Yeah. 
They've been together for so long, and they obviously still really love each other. And they made their own rules for their relationship. They did, which is fantastic. So yeah. cheers to them. Cheers to them. All right, tell me your story okay. as we end this. So, I've been saving this story for about five days now. Okay. It's a long time for Tover. Yes. To hide a secret. Well, I didn't want to tell you this story outside of the podcast because okay. I felt like the listeners deserved to hear it, too. Okay. Have you ever had one of those embarrassing moments that, no. like... You wake up years later and you're like, oh, uh, my God, yeah, uh-huh. that happened. Yes, I've done that. Oh, my God, yes. Have you ever had one that just in real time keeps yes. going? Yes. Mm-hmm. I had the most embarrassing experience of my entire life five days ago. <gasps> what happened? So I was ordering my groceries mm-hmm. from Instacart. This you is do not, not com- sponsor us. Yeah, this is not a commercial. <laughs> and honestly, after this, you will see why. Um <laughs> yeah. So I was ordering my groceries, and it was like a week's mm-hmm. worth of groceries. Mm-hmm. This was like a lot of stuff. You know, they tell you when you order, this is your delivery person. Mm-hmm. And so it was some younger woman. And they also tell you, you know, your groceries are on the way. You should expect mm-hmm. it at whatever time. So I look at that. I see I have all the information. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is not time yet for okay. my groceries to be delivered. Okay. And there's a knock on my door. Mm-hmm. I go and open my door. And... I'm not prepared to receive groceries. Were you nude? I was not nude. Okay. I was fully clothed. Okay. Which for you means loincloth. I was wearing shorts and a tank top. Okay. And so I opened my door mm-hmm. and there is this 6'4 Spanish Adonis mm-hmm. standing there carrying a week's worth of groceries in two hands, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which included boxes of wine, by the way. Good for him. Right? And he is wearing... Teeny tiny, like, workout shorts and a barely there. Okay, Topher, was this a real thing or was this This a dream? No, this is a real thing. Okay. (laughs) So I open the door and that's the first thing I see. Now, Uh keep in mind, I am expecting a young black woman. Okay. Instead, I get this Spaniard. Mm -hmm. And I, the first thing that I do as I open the door and see him, I react. And so I say, oh, hello. Topher. Which is not appropriate. No. I realize that, so I gasp. And then I proceed to choke on my own spit. So I'm standing there. He's masked up. I'm not. He thinks I'm just going to be like a viral plague on him. I'm choking, trying to get my composure back. I finally like recover, take a couple deep breaths, and I think to myself, Topher, you have to take back control of the situation. So in my most dignified voice, I say, I'm so sorry. Would you like to come in? Who says that to a delivery person? Would you like to come in? After some creepy guy has been laughing and choking at him. So he looks at me like I'm a crazy person, which I am. And he goes, no, thank you. (laughs) And he puts the groceries down, walks away. I take the groceries, I put them back inside, (laughs) Uh I close the door, I wait a good 10 seconds before I'm so embarrassed at this point, (laughs) I have to have a scream. Mm -hmm. So I scream in embarrassment, mid-scream, there's another knock at the door. Yep. Mm -hmm. I open it and it's him. He forgot to check my ID for the alcohol that got delivered. He totally heard me mid-scream, completely (laughs) 100%. Yes. I show him my ID. Uh Uh-huh. He scans it. He finally actually leaves. 
My groceries are sitting on the floor of my kitchen. Mm-hmm. I walk through the hallway into my kitchen. I look down. Wrong groceries? No. Okay. <sighs> I was wearing my very tight cut-off shorts, similar uh-huh. to what I'm wearing right now. Uh-huh. The fly was down. My dick was not hanging out. Okay, Don't worry good. about that. I was going to ask you, like... Was there full bush sticking out from the fly? <laughs> yes. Afraid yes, no. there was. Yes, there was. We found a new intro for this episode. If oh you're looking God. for me, I am moving to any other country. I don't know what to do. It just kept getting worse, Rachel. <laughs> so what you're saying is Goldie Hawn would have done the same thing? <laughs> what I'm saying is, Goldie Hawn, I need, I need you to comfort me. Give me some kind of, like, something. Okay, so let's uh, reach our verdict. Yeah, now okay. that you know my deepest, darkest secret. Oh, I don't think it's your deepest one. Or your darkest. It's definitely my most embarrassing moment, though. Recent. Uh I'm sure you've got some ones that you can draw from from like early 20s and stuff. I'm not as embarrassed by those, I will say. This one, this one hurt. The recent as, you know, getting grocery delivery is like a middle-aged man and you're... Oh! Yeah. So my pubes have been graying. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I use Grecian formula. Thank you. (laughs) Let's deliver this verdict. Okay. All right, let's take our final sip and deliver. Mm. Ooh, okay, I've got two things I want to say. Okay. Are you going to burp? <laughs> no, I wasn't. That was my stomach. Okay. Um, because of that story, it's really kind of shifted my view. Oh, no, you can't do that. I will say you are guilty of being a weird purse. Yes, that is, that but is fair. But Goldie and Kurt, not guilty. Absolutely. I would say 100% acquitted. In fact, you should probably sue the court, not Honest, us. No, we have nothing to do with us. <laughs> it's not our podcast or anything. But the American judicial system, you should sue. Oh, uh, you know what? Everybody should because <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. Just so collectively. That, yeah. mm-hmm. um, not guilty. Not guilty. This is del- a delightful wine. Oh, you sound like so such delightful people, both of you. Let's hang out. You know, they have a home in Colorado. Oh, my God. As does my aunt. Are they in Telluride as well? I don't know, but we should just go. And Everything help. Colorado there is, like, connected by zipline, right? Yeah, exactly. Just zipline around. <laughs> there are celebrities in Telluride, so I feel like there's a good chance we might run into them there. So how do we do this? We just hang out in every cafe all at once? It's a small town. We can do it. We can, okay. We can, like... Split. We can bring a group of people who we trust. I don't trust you to, to call me. If I you will. Run into absolutely. Them. I will text you a picture. I'm like, oh, they left. You're such a bitch. I know. I would do the same thing. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> Not guilty. Not yeah. guilty. Thank you so much, uh, Goldie you. and Kurt, for making such an amazing wine. This is delightful. And being a sweet couple. Yeah, we've really With enjoyed. Loving family. Well, I've enjoyed learning about you. About me? Thank you. Not about you. Oh, you're t- you were looking at me when you said it, Topher. You're the only live person in the room. You can talk to the mannequin I have in the To corner. the corpses? Yes. Mannequins. They're called mannequins. That's right. That's right. I think we need to end this. Yes. So if you want to get in touch with us, talk to us about corpses slash mannequins, reach out to Topher at... True Crimes Against Wine at TikTok. Yes. I did it. You did it. Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, that's it. That's right. That's it. And we draw the line there. We do. 
All right, bye. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Ciao. Bye.